0: ready for tomorrow's news today you're listening to speak life with marty lee good evening everyone and welcome to speak life we're so glad you're here with us today and uh, you know today is going to be a very powerful time of insight and prophetic revelation and we want you to know God is in this place it's such a privilege to be here with you right now and Listen, let me just tell you, God is moving in America the beautiful. He's moving in your city. He's moving in Washington, D.C. right now. He's moving in our, our nation. He's moving in your family. Listen, his angels, his guardian angels are watching over all of his people, and he is fighting for you. Amen? I believe angels are on assignment all over this nation right now, and I believe angels are on assignment over you and your family. I wanna encourage you that those that are for us are far greater than those that are against us, amen? God is always a good shepherd. He's always watching over his flock. He's always looking out for you and me. You know, King David wrote that God is always thinking good thoughts towards us. He said, I can't even uh, perceive or understand how many times you think about me and how multiple your thoughts are towards me, the good things that you're thinking about me. You know, you're constantly on God's mind, constantly. Jeremiah prophesied and said, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future, to give you a hope. And then he says, then call on me and go pray to me and I will listen to you and I will, I will hear your prayers and, and you'll seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I'll be found by you, says the Lord. So God is with us. He is for us. He's protecting us. He has a great plan in motion for our lives. You know, that's why the Bible clearly says if God be for us, then who or what could ever be against us? Who could successfully be our enemy? Amen. The Lord is our light. He's our salvation. Who shall we fear? The Lord is the strength of our lives. Of whom shall we be afraid? David said, God is constantly involved in thinking about you. You cannot number the thoughts that He has towards us the thoughts of good things, good plans, uh, good opportunities, good doors about to open. Good, 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 good God. You know, today I'm going to teach and prophetically preach a little on understanding the prophetic you know it's so important that we have the right perception of things prophetically uh why because first of all i believe god is raising up a great company of of powerful prophets young ones older ones more mature ones all different levels of prophets raising them up to why so that god can speak to his people god is a speaking god and i believe we are in a spiritual warfare right now really we were all born into a war we were all born behind enemy lines and and uh, we are in a in a spiritual warfare but i believe it has truly intensified uh, over the last couple of years and i'm not just talking about a per, a political perspective i'm talking about a, a a A spiritual perspective, we are in a spiritual war that is intensifying and will continue to intensify and you need to know some things about prophets. Prophets are God's uh, keys to communication it's It's intelligence from heaven. you know uh, the uh, army always has military intelligence officers. And that 's kind of what the prophetic is prophets are are to bring military intelligence uh, to the battlefield and listen there 's many voices out there speaking for God that you know they may not all be getting it right, but some of these things are presented that are presented as the Word of the Lord. Uh, and and when they're presented as the word of the Lord They're presented like these things should not be questioned uh, But the scripture says let the prophets prophesy And let the other prophets judge Let me be very clear about this It doesn't matter the, how big or how small the name is uh, Small names can become incredibly accurate And give an incredibly accurate word uh, And big names can miss it and, uh, and why, why do I say it like that? Because we have this uh, hierarchy of understanding. Sometimes, when it comes to the prophets, and and uh, yes, more mature prophets uh, are going to be more accurate, and, and that is true. But no prophet is infallible. No prophet. Uh, every prophetic word should line up with the word of God. It has to. That is the standard by which every prophetic word should be judged, amen. Uh, but the Bible says that we are supposed to let the prophets prophesy and let the other prophets judge. <clears throat> you know that that gives the uh, implication, and that implies that uh, there there's a, a it's just as great a chance for prophets to miss it, and so other prophets who. Uh, are on the same level or, or qualified mature prophets can judge those things, whether it be God or not. First uh, 1 Corinthians 11.19, it says this, For there must be also heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. For there must also be heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. Now, before I go into the etymology of that word heresy, let me just say this on face value. Uh, what the Bible is saying there is that there are those who are charlatans, who are con artists, and they come in and they do some things and, uh, and they come in, and they're false prophets. I remember uh, when we were uh, at Christian International early on, I'm talking about 30-plus uh, years ago, uh, we were in training and development there and learning and growing uh, under the tutelage of Bishop Bill Hammond, and, uh, who's really the world's foremost prophet. By the way, today is his 88th birthday, and so we salute you, Bishop Bill Hammond, and we say happy birthday to you. We are so glad uh, you are with us. He, I just heard him say he's 12 years away from 100, and so he's doing fine. So. <laughs> uh, but when Bishop was training us and teaching us, uh, you know, he, he imparted so many things along the way. And uh, he, we were we were one time... Uh, experiencing so much quality prophetic and quality prophets prophesying and ministering the word of the Lord. And Bishop said, listen, we need to pray that God would send a false prophet in so that there must be heresies among you so that they which are approved may be made manifest. So you can see the difference between the two. And surely uh, within um, a, a number of weeks, I mean a matter of two to four weeks, uh, there was someone who presented themselves as a as a strong prophet. He came through and he gave the wackiest words, uh, the most off the wall things. Uh, th- th- you know, th- I don't even go into much of it, but uh, you know, we all knew immediately uh, this was wrong, and, uh, and so you know, sometimes when you're sitting around the room. Uh, and you 're a thousand watt bulb, and everybody else in the room is a thousand watt bulb you don 't recognize uh, that everybody is a thousand watt bulb, uh, but when you are out in the darkness, that thousand watt bulb really does shine bright, and those that are not uh, that that are saying they are uh, are are pretty evident to those who who are. Uh, And so I say that to mean those who are accurate prophets, who are mature, who are balanced, uh, who walk in accountable relationships, uh, can tell and discern more clearly. That's why the Bible says, let the other prophets judge. Um, And so now I want to get into the word heresy. The word translated heresy here is the Greek word herasis sees, which is from the root word uh, haramehi and uh, meaning some words uh, the definition is that some words are borrowed from the cognitive mind some words are borrowed from the cognitive mind now this is not the teaching tonight i just want to give you this little nugget of truth Says there must also be heresies among you, so that those that are approved may, may be may be made manifest among you. Uh, and so the word heresy there it doesn't just it means heresy, yes, but it also means <clears throat> some words are being borrowed from the cognitive mind. And so, in context, Apostle Paul was saying there must be also those among you who miss it because they do not discern between what is in their cognitive mind or in their imagination and what is what the spirit of god is saying and so there is some controversy stirring because of these illustrious words that seem so far-fetched uh that how could they possibly be god well listen the bible does say uh that god can speak some things that we've never seen we've never heard we've never imagined he has things like that prepared for us, uh, but that's not an excuse uh, for those who are borrowing from their cognitive mind and their creative imagination and calling it God. According to the scripture that I've, we've already gone over a couple times now, prophets uh, should prophesy and other prophets should judge and will judge prophecy. Uh, all others in the church need to use your discernment and walk in relationship with those prophetic leaders uh, who, who, who are uh, strong enough uh, to discern. Some are creating their own doctrines of spirit travel, for instance, uh, and other fantastic tales that are not based upon Scripture unless that scripture is being bent so far to make it fit their experience. We're not supposed to bend the word of God to fit our experience. We're supposed to let uh, our experience be bent to the word of God. We're supposed to allow our, our obedience, our walk with the Lord to be aligned with his word and not try to make his word fit what we create And so I think this is causing some people to be shaken in their faith. There's a lot of uh, folks wondering, well, how do we know that that's not right? And how do we know that this one's right? Well, let me just tell you, uh, with some of this uh, uh, dust-up that's going on in the body of Christ, I'll say it that way, uh, you know, there is a level of... uh, of respect due to someone who would be bold to stand in question, uh, but there's also levels of you shouldn't be so uh, uh, let him that thinks he stand uh, uh, give heed lest he fall, and so you know pride comes before a great fall, and so we should not be those who are who are uh getting pleasure. In calling someone out, that's not the spirit of Christ. The spirit of Christ is gracious and merciful and kind, and uh, and and yes, there are those who are who are flat out operating in doctrines of devils. There are those who are flat out deceiving con artists and false prophets, and uh, and they there should be a line drawn in the sand, uh, and there should be truth that is communicated. Uh, in, a, in a way that it's still done within the, the character and the spirit of Christ Jesus. And so uh, so some of the stuff that's going on is causing people to be shaken in their faith. And I'm not judging them, but again, the Bible says, let the prophets prophesy and let the other prophets judge. Why? Because sometimes in, in prophets' development process, and it doesn't have anything to do with age it doesn't have anything to do uh with uh a nat- the natural age of someone. Uh I, I listen, I've I've received prophetic words from young prophets who are uh 18, 19 years old the most accurate right on words. And I've received words from uh uh older prophets who have who have Parts of it that are accurate, but other parts that are just their imagination or their doctrine, and uh, you know, and that is a level of inaccuracy in those prophecies. And so, uh, so sometimes in development process, prophets in their zeal can over prophesy, and they may say some things that are not the not the word of the Lord. Uh, maybe their doctrine, uh, maybe their creativity, maybe something from their cognitive mind and God's people need to, to to be able to discern the difference between the two and so uh, you know if you if you the the reason why we could discern the false prophet that bishop prayed in uh, we all caught it we all knew it the reason why we could discern that is because we were constantly immersed in the true prophetic <clears throat> and so we had a a First-hand relationship with a strong, mature prophet of God, Bishop Bill Hammond, and so uh, in walking with that and dealing with that constantly, we were able to immediately discern when something was different. When something uh, not just a different stream or a different flow. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something totally wrong. Something, someone totally uh, controlling, totally setting up a con job a false prophet, someone who's using uh, prophetic terminology and someone who's using uh, uh, words that are biblical words and and, and things and spinning yarn in such a way uh, that it's hard to discern. Remember, I've given you that definition of wickedness before. Uh, The the word wickedness, or the word wicked, is a candle-making term, and it is taking two strands and twisting them together so tight that you can't discern between where one starts and one ends. And so they're so so twisted together, it's wicked, and that is like the wick of a candle. It's wicked. And so uh we say, we say wicked or for candles or wicked for evil and so uh the, sometimes there can be those who take truth and a lie and and they twist it together and it does become wicked and that deceives people and so uh there has to be mature prophets who can judge for people? And now, when I say that, I mean very clearly mature prophets and apostles in the New Testament. Apostles and prophets uh, were the leaders of the New Testament church. They were the not pastors. Uh, pastors, uh, 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 apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are the fivefold ministry. Yes. But those who were leading the churches were apostles and prophets, and so that is the the uh, foundation of the church. And Scripture bears that out, Ephesians uh, three twenty. And so uh, there have to there has to be those who are uh, senior leaders who are apostles or prophets, uh, not evangelists, not pastors, and not teachers. Why do I say it like that? Because that's actually what the scripture says, and so uh, evangelist pastors and teachers can operate in discernment. They can operate in the in the gifts of the spirit, but they are not apostles or prophets. Uh, and apostles and prophets are gifted in such a way where they have uh, where they can receive the revelation uh, directly from the Lord. That's ex- that's scriptural. Uh, the Lord does nothing except he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And, of course, we know uh, the New Testament was written by apostles. And so those, and and, and in some cases, prophets as well. Uh, But those are the ones that God designed to receive revelation. Uh, Evangelists, pastors, and teachers receive that revelation from apostles and prophets and disperse it according to their gifting. Now, do we all need to do the work of an evangelist? Yes. Do I believe everyone needs to be able to have a level of pastoring people? Yes. Do I believe everyone needs to have the ability to teach uh, what you've experienced from the Lord? Yes. You have to be able to give account for what you believe. And so uh, I can go on and on and on and on. Uh, But the truth is, there should be um, senior leaders who are walking in the office of an apostle or the office of a prophet who will help you to discern the difference between what is somebody's uh, flim-flam con job between somebody who's immature and doesn't really understand that they're missing it and they're creating their own and manufacturing their own ideas and and someone who is is right on the money. And so uh, tonight I want to share a teaching on understanding the prophetic. And I believe it's going to be packed full of revelation and wisdom and understanding, and you're going to love it. I, I, I will, I would encourage you. Don't miss this teaching, uh, get folks on online that you think need to hear this or would benefit from this or send this link out. I want to encourage you always, uh, subscribe to our, uh, our social media links, Uh, hit the like button like me (laughs) if you don't already uh, like us on all different platforms help us uh, to work with the algorithms that are there so that we can get these kind of uh, teachings out there Uh, you know you're going to love this. Discernment is so vital in this hour, by the way, because there's some who will thrive on the attention, and they'll just continue to manufacture fables. And the Bible talks very much about that: people being seduced by fables. And uh, in fact, it even talks in some uh, at some level about it. Says silly women who are seduced by fables, uh, and they and they are not knowing that they are deceiving themselves, and leading others astray. And so the senior prophetic leaders, I believe, need to arise in a spirit of love and grace and communicate spiritual truth, not condemning, uh, not judging, uh, and and with a negative bent of judging, but uh, walking in a balance and walking in a redemptive heart. Amen? Because once someone who has a, a creative, wishful thinking, cognizance, is convinced that what they're manufacturing is the word of the Lord, they'll just continue to convince others, and then they financially benefit from this, and that continues to reinforce their personal doctrines. And I believe we're in a supernatural moment, uh, and there is a harvest coming to the earth like, like the earth has never seen before. And if the enemy can get the prophetic to be discredited and cause disdain, Uh, then it'll have an impact on reaping this harvest. Uh, People can be immature. They can be partially right, like we talked about. They can manufacture the rest and get people all tripped up. And that's why we need discernment, and we need senior prophetic leaders to rise up and communicate uh, so that we can know what is God and what is not the Spirit of God. Amen? Uh, If you're not very discerning, then you should listen to the prophetic uh, leaders that are trustworthy, trustworthy, so that you don't despise prophesying, like Scripture says, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll begin to teach more on this as the broadcast continues. But you know, I, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to share uh, uh, some fresh insights uh, and and revisit some of the prophetic things that have been prophesied uh, through my mouth and through this ministry over the last several years. Uh, but the Lord told me that we have entered into 2022 part two and i believe we've stepped into a greater new season where turnaround has been activated and breakthrough to new levels are available for the people of god and according to your faith so be it uh, you know i've been in a season of the night watch praying through the night and and uh pastor tracy can attest to she's she's uh, woken up and prayed with me many times. And, uh, but she understands that this is just a season of the night watch prayer and the watchman praying at night. And I want to share some prophetic insights of what I believe the Lord has shown me and the insights on where I believe we are prophetically. Earlier this week, I had a vision about horses being loaded into a starting gate Uh, And we've seen these things in in big races that we watch on TV and those sort of things. But I saw this vision of horses being loaded into a starting gate. And it took a while for all the horses to get positioned and to get, you know, they had to walk them around and get all the stuff. But they finally got them all loaded into the gate. And I heard the Lord say, all the horses are loaded into the starting gate. And now the real race is about to start. The realignment of the church is complete, and destiny is about to open up. Get ready to run to win. Amen. The Lord spoke to me and said, Resources are being unlocked and released for my kingdom purposes now, and the enemy is about to be trampled underfoot. We have run with the footmen, and now we run with the horses. You remember Elijah outran Ahab's chariots, and abundance from heaven was unlocked and released as he did it. A great realignment has been released from heaven. and is being worked out right now on earth as it is in heaven. I heard the Lord say this, church, pray, church, pray, church, pray, church, co-labor with the Holy Spirit now and watch God's hand realign everything in the natural and turn everything around over the next few months, nationally and personally. Now, I heard that so clear this week, over and over from the Lord. You know, when the Lord communicates something to me more than once, it's very important. It's an imperative of the Spirit. And so the Lord spoke to me and said, families are realigning now and turning around. Businesses are realigning and turning around destiny is being unlocked, doors of destiny are being opened, and we are using the keys of the kingdom with all authority to lock up the gates of hell and unlock heaven on earth. And I must say it again, the Lord said, church, pray, church, co-labor with Holy Spirit now, and watch God's hand realign everything, turn everything around, and it will happen over the next few months. Amen. You know listen, <clears throat> the vision shifted after that, and then I was looking up a beautiful hill and i i I'm just saying I'm not one of those guys that sees visions or has dreams all the time. Uh, I really just believe in 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 praying and prophesying by faith, and that's usually how God uses me, uh, but God gave me this these epic visions this week and this vision shifted then and i was looking up a beautiful large hill and i mean it was it was almost a cliff but it was covered in green grass it was like a meadow but it had a very large uh cliff type hill and uh, at the top of the hill there was this beautiful regal lion looking down and he roared with such a powerful uh commanding roar it was it, it, i felt fear from the roar uh, but i knew i was safe and it was the roar of the lion of the tribe of judah and i heard it so clear it shook every cell of my body and when the alpha lion roars with a commanding roar it is meant to send a message and a signal to every rogue lion that is out there and the signal is this pride is mine and if you come near, I will destroy you. And I heard this very loud roar echoing loudly throughout the countryside. And I realized it was not only echoing throughout the countryside, it was echoing throughout the nations of the earth. And every rogue lion, I saw quick snippets of rogue lions that were filled with fear and filled with terror, running, running away in fear now. And I heard the Lord say, the rogue lion nations are going to retreat from America and from Israel. Now hear that word, the rogue lion nations are going to retreat from America and from Israel. The roar of the lion of Judah is now going to be heard, and I will shake loose things that have been hung up, seized And stolen, and the hands of the thief will be rendered powerless as they are caught red handed, and their hands are cut off by the sword of the Lord. And then the vision shifted again, and I saw a vision that I saw many years ago. And I prophesied this originally back in the year 2000 when God showed me, but God showed me this vision again this week. I saw a tsunami. And the tsunami of God is here, the Lord said. And now this tidal wave approaches, and it is unstoppable. And just as the waters recede before the tidal wave hits the shore, this recession had to occur to expose what was hidden underneath. And this is the tidal wave of God. The move of God is going to strike And the gates of hell will be demolished. Yokes of bondage will be demolished. Strongholds of darkness, demolished. Things that the enemy built over the years and over the decades, demolished. Uh, Things that were planted generations ago, demolished. Things that were done by evil men, now demolished by the tsunami of God's power. And those who have taken refuge in the mountain of the Lord will begin to rule in the rebuilding like a force of nature. The great storm of his presence is coming forth now and it is uncontrollable and it is unstoppable. It is the great awakening. It is the great revival. It is the great reformation, releasing and unlocking the great harvest storms of power, Powerful storm cells will be moving through the land like an army, dispossessing an embedded enemy and taking military occupation, reestablishing God's true order. Powerful cells, storm cells, movements will occur regionally and there will be no competition uh, but orders from the commander-in-chief in heaven who is coordinating each swirling manifestation of the rushing mighty wind of the Spirit of God, and that I saw downspouts and outpourings that will occur. Downloads from heaven will wipe out old wineskin structures and build new wineskin churches that will last until Jesus returns." new establishments, new visions, establishing a culture of righteousness and holiness will now emerge. Prophets and apostles, I'm telling you, the anointing is so thick right now in this studio. Prophets and apostles will arise and set new order with God's plumb line. And a Joel 2 type army will begin marching through the land. And that was still these power storm cells going through the land. And like it was in King Saul's day, companies of prophets will begin marching through the land. And they will come like a powerful storm cell. And those who uh, uh, get around it and get uh, drawn into it will be changed into a new man, just like King Saul was changed into a new man when he got among the company of prophets. I saw rivers of water uh, that will stream into every place. And waters of healing and life, just like it's spoken in Ezekiel forty-seven, and the Lord then said this, and it echoed so loud in my spirit. This was last night. God spoke this so strong to me at around uh, three, between three and four a.m. Uh, I woke up. I sprung out of bed. Uh, praying in the Holy Spirit and, and taking dominion authority over these demonic forces as, as they were trying to stop the people of God. And I saw just like uh, uh, a mighty man rising up out of a crowd and pushing back demonic spirits. I saw uh, uh, this arising of a mighty man of war and I heard the Lord say this, the gain of function research will be exposed and the evil actors will be exposed and caught and brought to justice. I'm going to say that one more time. The gain of function research will be exposed and evil actors exposed and caught and brought to justice. I saw this massive storm coming that was absolutely inescapable. It was... And, and everything that stood, it, it, it was so powerful, and everything that stood in the storm's path was absolutely destroyed. And I'm talking about works of darkness were completely destroyed. And the fall of many uh, occurred. And in the fall, many will fall. And even though darkness is being driven out, There will always be light in Goshen. Imagine darkness covering the land like it was in Egypt and light shining in Goshen. I saw a clear vision of of, uh, darkness everywhere and like an open heaven, bright light shining down on God's people, just like light was in Goshen. And the fear of the Lord will be reestablished, says the Lord. And let me just tell you, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Thunder, lightning, a powerful storm of forceful change, but I hear the sound of abundance of rain. We have run with the footmen, now we will outrun Ahab's chariots and run with the horses. And I heard the Lord say, my covenant will stand and I will not forget. Rain is coming to wash away doctrines of demons. Rain is coming to wash away confusion. Rain is coming to cleanse the schools Rain is coming with the washing of the water of the word and my people will be saturated in an outpouring of my spirit and a double portion will pour out. I will release the former and the latter rain in the first month and reestablishing and rebuilding will happen and reset and, and, and recovery will occur and things will turn around now, saith The Lord amen 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 I'm telling you the presence of the Lord right here in the studio is so strong and I pray that it's uh, reaching you right where you are I believe the word of the Lord and when God speaks we listen listen this is a night of hope you are not standing alone God is breaking through for you Angels are on assignment to guard and protect you and your household, your family. And this is a time of hope for the people of God. God truly is upsetting and overturning and exposing those who have committed evil acts against the people of the Lord and against the Lord himself. And they will be brought down to nothing. And their time of being stripped of their power has come. Amen. You know, Second 2 Chronicles 20.20, 20, the Lord really revived this in my spirit again. It says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, the givers of God's word of hope, and you shall prosper. This was a prophetic decree from Jehoshaphat to the people of Judah, and, and most of Jerusalem was there with him they were surrounded by multiple armies who were there to wipe them out. You can find this in Second Chronicles 20. And God reminded them that Judah shall go first. And he put the praisers out front declaring the mercies of the Lord. Listen, we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We need to get back to giving thanksgiving and praise to God for all that he's done for us, regardless of what's surrounding us, right? And so Jehoshaphat did this. They did this. And and while they were singing and shouting the praises of God, angelic armies were dispatched to fight for God's people. And when the song was over, in the encamp uh, in the encampment of the enemy, there was nothing but dead men everywhere. And I'm telling you, God is about to display His power again. <coughs> Excuse me. Then the people of God spent three days, as you know, gathering in the spoils of war. And in these times, they didn't bring wealth to battlefields. These armies had defeated other armies, and we know this from historical fact, that they had defeated all these other armies before getting to this valley known as the Valley of Decision. And that's why they spent three days gathering in wealth, because suddenly God caused all their enemies to bring wealth, great wealth, to their doorstep. And it was so great that they changed the name of the valley from the valley of decision to the valley of Barakah, or the valley of great blessing. What a victory and what a wealth transfer. You know, we're going to see a release of wealth right now. I said all that to say the Lord spoke so clearly to me. We're going to see a release of wealth to the people of God now. This is a time of supernatural breakthrough into your inheritance. This is a time of inheritance. And we've been talking about this for a number of months now. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. We've entered into a new season, I believe, a season of barakah a season of tremendous blessing from God, a new time of God's blessings breaking forth, a time of birthing the promises and receiving inheritance. Everything is shaking, and some people are still asking, is this the end? No, this is not the end, but it is birth pangs, just like Jesus said, as God brings forth and births a new uh, church, the new level, the higher level church now. And there will be a clear distinction uh, <clears throat> that will be seen and known by all uh, that will emerge in the church, a clear distinction. <clears throat> the church has the answers the world is looking for because the church has Jesus Christ who is the answer. And this is a new season of the mouth. And, and uh, Apostle Jane Hammond is the one that I know coined the phrase, we're in a mouth war right now. And you have to choose which mouth you're going to align under. This is the season of the mouth. This is the decade of the mouth. And so we must use our mouths to speak with one voice. And I'm saying all this because it is a new season in the Lord. 2022 part two. And I'm saying it's time for everything to change for the good. And now is that time. It is a time for deliverance it's a time for breakthrough it's a time for economic change and the season that that upon us is upon us now is a good season it is a good good season from our good good father and we are birthing something special now and when it's time to bring forth a child, whether, whether or not the mother's ready to go or whether or not she wants to go through the process, doesn't matter. It's just time. And she has to follow it all the way through. And that is what is happening right now. We are about to give birth to what we've been carrying for this nation and for the nations of the earth. And this is a good season. And God is restoring uh, you to something greater than what you have lost. Listen to this prophet. God is restoring you to something greater than what you have lost. Nothing is over until God says it's over, and I'm going to say it very clearly, it is not over. It is not over. Even those who think they have taken power through evil strategies, you might even call it a coup, uh, they are now caught in their own web of darkness and they are finished amen understanding the prophetic is so vital right now and i want to jump right into the teaching i want to jump right into this because i'm looking at the clock and i want to be sure to pack as much into this moment as we can let me just say this there's some that are that are hearing this right now and you are shaken to your core because you know this is truth and you have, you have been in a season of doubt, and you've been in a season of question, uh, but God has caused you to hear this voice to you today, and this is the voice of the Lord saying, Don't give up on your dream. I'm reviving it. I'm reviving it. I'm bringing it back. to. I'm releasing resurrection life to the dream that you thought was dead and gone, and I'm going to bring it to life for my glory, says the Lord. I see another businessman who has truly lost everything. You've tried this business, that business, and over the last several years, you've had your hands in so many different uh, opportunities that have failed and you felt you felt like you were the failure no those opportunities were the failing opportunities but through that i caused you to move forward and higher and to learn something across the spectrum of those endeavors and now you've got the bag of gold for the future you've got the bag of wisdom you've got the uh experience that i needed you to have in order to see Uh, the fulfillment of that which I promised you. And now you can do the thing that I've called you to do and the thing that I put into your heart, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I see uh, some prophets, uh, uh, several of you that are listening to this right now, and uh, not together, but there are several that are going to hear this word. And you have been discouraged, and you have felt like you've missed it more than you've hit it. And I just want to encourage you in, by the word of the Lord right now. God has called you to prophesy. Be bold as a lion. Shake off those uh, uh, learning moments. Shake them off and get back up and prophesy as bold as a lion again. God has anointed you to speak the word of the Lord. He's anointed you and he's called you and he's qualifying you for this office. Many are called, uh, but few are chosen or qualify. Few make it through the qualifying. Don't you give up in the fire now. God has caused you to walk into this fire intentionally so that those things uh, that others put upon you to bind you, like they did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, are burned off of you. And you have the decision to make now. Do you give up on what God has said? Or do you come out not smelling like smoke? And I want to charge you with the word of the Lord right now. God's calling you to be bold as a lion and to prophesy the word of the Lord again. Your accuracy level is coming up. And I I just see like a 25% increase on your accuracy level. You're going to still learn. You're going to still grow. You're going to still miss it. Uh, uh, You're going to still uh, uh, see some things that you need to get better at. Uh, But the word of the Lord is in your mouth. And God's gonna cause you to bring it forth with power and authority, and you're gonna see nations shake under the word of the Lord that comes out of your mouth, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just release that to those that are that are receiving it right now. Amen. So why a message on prophets and the prophetic? Number one, I don't just preach my favorite messages. I listen to the Lord, and I say what God wants me to say. And lately, I've heard some prophetic things out there that seem so spectacular that they become unjudgeable. Not that God is not spectacular. God is spectacular, and he has spectacular plans for his people. An eye has not seen, an ear has not heard, nor has it entered in the hearts of men, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. But everything that you create in your mind uh, uh, while you're prophesying that seems so spectacular is not always the word of the Lord. All prophecy needs to be aligned, again, with the written word of God. It is the standard by which every prophetic word should be judged. And God's word... Uh, from his true prophets is a word of his power, and it is a word that is creating It's not just foretelling but forthtelling it is creating as it is being spoken and the Bible says in first Corinthians two verses nine and ten, and we've quoted this already, "I has not seen nor ear heard nor entered in the hearts of men the things which God has prepared." for those who love him. But verse 10, you gotta, you got to understand this is one thought. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And so God is a speaking God, and he has deep things that he wants to speak. Deep calls unto deep. <clears throat> and there are things that we may not have even imagined yet. Uh, but by his spirit, he's revealing his secrets, to his servants, the prophets. And Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church uh, earlier in that chapter that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And that his speech was not in enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of his power. Let me just remind you, releasing the word of the Lord is a demonstration of his power. It's not just the enticing words of man's wisdom, but it's a demonstration of God's power. <clears throat> now, let me also uh, yoke that together with 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 20 and 21. It says, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, and hold fast to that which is good. In other words, there were some saying things that were not God's prophetic words, And some were not believing in prophecy because of that. Listen, I celebrate the emerging prophets and the emerging prophetic movement, but there are biblical standards that must be observed and that need to be used in order to prove all things. Prove here means to properly discern and to allow time for completion. To properly discern and to allow time for completion. First Corinthians 13 and verse 8, it says, Prophecies shall fail. Uh, but the word fail here doesn't mean fail like we know failure. It means they will run their full course and they shall come to pass, but it shall take but it'll take longer. It'll be a longer course of completion than what you expected. That's actually the definition there. It'll run their full course. It'll come to pass, but it'll take a longer course of completion than you originally expected. So we can hold fast to true prophetic words and prove them out and let them run their full course. And so our prophetic preaching uh, must be sound in doctrine and our prophesying must be accurate and bring anointed results, well, Brother Marty, I know that you prophesied that number forty five was five was going to win the election. Well, I still stand by that prophetic word, and I'm going to say it again, it's not over. <clears throat> you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now that's a prophetic word you need to hang on to. everything God does he does with a purpose in mind. And even when it looks like it went different from a prophetic word, prophecy always looks like it'll be fulfilled one way when we hear it. But as we allow the the, the, the course, as we allow the time for it to progress, the way we figured it out doesn't seem likely. And a new way of fulfillment emerges And we begin to see the wisdom and the sovereignty of God as these words begin to come to pass. In other words, sometimes we have something figured out and it comes to pass much differently from what we originally thought in our preconceived ideas. In fact, it always comes to pass a different way than what we thought it would, always. Because God expands our understanding with higher truth. For example, Jesus said, the sickness Lazarus was suffering from would not end in death. And then Lazarus died. So Jesus immediately looked like a false prophet. Everybody questioned him. They said, it's not going to happen. Give up on it. Uh, and, And then Jesus seems to enter the scene way too late and expanded their understanding of the truth. And he said, you don't understand the truth on the level that I want you to understand yet. I am the resurrection and the life. And then he said, Lazarus, come forth. And even though it was too late, he stinketh, and the grave clothes were on him, he came forth. Let me just say, I believe we're going to hear a similar word. and We're going to see 45 come forth. We're going to see a powerful word of the Lord come to pass. And even though some are saying it's too late and this whole thing stinks, there's so much wrapped up in grave clothes now, Jesus is still more powerful than all of that. Amen? Don't give up on the word of the Lord just because the course is longer. The course of fulfillment is longer than what you think. What I'm giving you today is prophetic wisdom so you can properly respond instead of riding the roller coaster of ups and downs and listening to this flashy thing here and being drawn astray over there or listening to this flashy thing over there, a spectacular thing over there and being pulled in that direction. Listen, you can can, uh, cause the crooked path to be made straight and the rough path to be made smooth and God can cast up a highway of holiness, which means God's divine order and you can go straight down the middle. Sometimes someone someone's representation of prophetic things are just wrong. Sometimes they're immature, and they mix their imagination in with it. And sometimes it's a longer course for God to take things to a higher level and illuminate new details and facts to bring something bigger to pass. Every prophetic word is conditional. There are conditions to the fulfillment of every prophetic word. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, God told uh, Moses from the burning bush, you will lead my people into the promised land. Well, he didn't say, here's the conditions. Number one, you have to circumcise your sons. Well, his wife Zipporah had to get a word of knowledge as God was choking uh, uh, Moses to kill him in the inn and you can read that in the next chapter after he he comes back from the burning bush. God's seeking to kill Moses because he did not keep covenant and circumcise his sons, and so Zipporah had to his wife had to circumcise his sons, and she throws the bloody foreskins at him, and then God releases him from choking him. So there were conditions to that prophetic word. He didn't hear that condition in that prophecy. The prophecy was magnificent, but then he goes further and he's in the wilderness with, with God's people. And God says, I want you to strike the rock and water comes forth. And and he does that and water came forth. And then the next time God says, this time I don't want you to do it the way we did last time. I want you to speak to the rock Well, God wanted to show them that he was a good God. He wanted to portray his character. And so Moses did not obey God properly, and he struck the rock in anger. That was a false representation of the character of Almighty God to his people. He wanted them to understand the progression of his his goodness. And so this time we're not going to strike the rock. This time we're going to speak to the rock. And so he wanted to display that to his people. And what did Moses do? He struck the rock. And so God said, listen, you killed the Egyptian. You uh, struck the rock when I told you not to strike the rock, but to speak to the rock. And because of these things, you're disqualified. The conditions on that prophecy were not met. Now Joshua will lead my children into the promised land. And so there are conditions to every prophecy. I can go on and on and on about this. There's so many conditions. God wants your obedience. He wants your faithfulness. <clears throat> You're not going to bring about a word of the Lord, the word that of promise that God gave you your way. The only way it comes to pass is God's way. And so we have to allow God Uh, to illuminate higher truth to us and bring us to a place of greater submission and obedience to him. In the fear of the Lord, God brings his words to pass. Amen? So prophetic words are conditional. They're partial. We know in part and we prophesy in part. And so sometimes we think our part is the only part. Amen? Uh, uh, Jonah experienced this. He thought his prophetic word was the only part. Well, he wasn't a false prophet. He was a true prophet. He gave the word of the Lord. God's going to uh, uh, release judgment upon you in 40 days, and fire from heaven is coming, and it was partial. The other condition was if they repent, that's not going to happen. Well, it was partial uh, because it did happen, but it happened hundreds of years later, and not in Jonah's lifetime. And so... Uh, that's con- partial. Uh, sometimes you may have a part, and your part may come later. And so we hang on to prophecy. We, we wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over us. We continue to believe them. Even though sometimes the course of fulfillment is longer, that partial uh, word will come to pass. And then there's progressive. Every prophetic word is conditional, partial, and progressive. Sometimes the timing of the Lord can be adjusted. God can change his mind and adjust timing. Uh, sometimes the timing issue is the biggest issue. That's why it's not It's not good to put a time frame on something. This is going to happen in July. Uh, well, it may not happen in July. It may happen in uh, the first of August. That doesn't mean it's a fake word or a false word. It means that there are uh, uh, some things that are progressive and components in, in our world that are progressive, that God's giving opportunity for some greater things to progress. God's purpose is always to honor and bless his people. And so if we have that approach and that mindset as we approach prophetic words, we can have a a more balanced point of view and stop being so critical to people. Amen. Apostle Paul, by the way, wrote everything we know uh, about New Testament prophets. And so apostles have great revelation uh, about the prophetic as well. But prophets in the New Testament are completely different from prophets in the Old Testament, but they're similar. And and there are some things that are very much the same, and we have to apply God's wisdom because wisdom is the principal thing. Amen? Amen. Uh, the prophecy is not the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. And so we apply God's wisdom. It doesn't matter what the prophetic word says, wisdom is still the principal thing. In Ephesians chapter 1, Apostle Paul wrote that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So prophetic insights. Prophetic wisdom, prophetic revelation given in prophetic words always lines up with the word of God. And Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. Amen. He and his word are one. The spirit and the word agree. And no matter how spectacular a prophetic word sounds, if it doesn't line up with scripture, then it's not the word of Jesus, the word made flesh. Now the interpretation may be one thing one day uh, and you see it differently as it comes to pass. Uh, but the spirit of wisdom and revelation all flow from the knowledge of him. Amen. First Thessalonians 5 verses 19 and 20. We've quoted this several times. It says, quench not the spirit and despise not prophesying."s Quench not the spirit, capital S, and despise not prophesying.s but test and prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Hold fast to that which is good. Allow the whole course, and hold fast to that which is good. right? Can you hear the, the character and the heart of the Lord, uh, the heart of the Father in all of this? First Timothy chapter one, verse 17, it says, "Now unto the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever." This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on you, that by them you might wage a good warfare. So he says, <clears throat> God is the one who has all wisdom. Uh, he's eternal, he's immortal, and he's invisible. He's almighty God. He's with us, but he's invisible. Uh, unto him be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, uh, let me charge you. With something, let me empower you with something. According to the prophecies that you've had, those prophecies that you put on the shelf, that you gave up on them, uh, listen, what you need to do is by them wage a good warfare, fight the good fight of faith with these prophecies, use them. These are weapons that God's given to you to turn everything around. The power of the Word of God spoken, it turns everything around. And he says, holding faith, holding faith. Don't give up, hold the faith. Don't lose the faith, hold the faith. And a good conscience. In other words, this is the right way to think. This is right thinking. This is godly thinking. When you believe the prophetic word and you hang on, even though it's taking longer and everything looks like it's not going to come to pass, hang on to your faith in God and what he said and it's, that's the right way to think. And then it says, which some have put away concerning faith, having made shipwreck. In other words, there are those who, who come against the prophetic. <clears throat> and there are those who are, who are going to be critical of the prophetic. And uh, they, they put the prophetic out of the faith. And it says, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck." These guys end up going shipwreck every single time. You don't have to defend this. God will defend himself. And these people will go shipwreck unless they repent. Of whom is Himanias and Alexander? Now, I know people say, well, we're going to make a list of all these prophets that are prophesying these things that are not coming to pass. Listen, God has a list of those who are, who are critical and despising prophecy those that are being critical and judgmental of prophecy, of whom is Hamanius and Alexander, he calls him out by name, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. So apparently, being critical of the voice of the Lord, God likens that to blasphemy. Listen to this prophet. I'm telling you, the best is yet to come for you. And right now I prophesy To the wellspring of your spirit, to the river of life within you. You're going to be a a discerner of the Holy Spirit like never before. You're going to come up to a higher level of, of walking with Jesus so that you know his voice and you know the move of his spirit and you know the truth and you know the difference between accurate and false, you know the difference between real and fake. And you're going to discern by the Holy Spirit like never before. You're coming up higher, and I prophesy for, to, to you. And I say, spring up, O oh well, spring up with a new flow of prophetic, a new flow of prophetic discernment, a new flow of prophetic wisdom, a new flow of prophetic confidence. I speak to those well springs of life, and I say, spring up, O oh well spring up with new provision and new supply god's going to direct you by his spirit they uh, uh, jesus said my sheep hear my voice in a stranger's voice they're not going to listen to uh, jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the father you have to be hearing it as it's coming out for it to be the proceeding word and so i thank you father that right now you're causing a wellspring of life and those that are within the sound of my voice, and those wellsprings are going to begin to bubble forth with new concepts and new ideas and new direction for new provision and new supply to be released to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, El Shaddai is his name. He's more than enough for you and for your family. You don't have to be afraid. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And listen, you have his blood in you. Jesus is, you're part of Jesus' family and Jesus is part of your family. And he's not going to let you down. Remember, he's thinking good things about you. Amen. Keep the faith. Lord, I just decree you are welcome in our nation. You're welcome in America the beautiful you're welcome in our families you're welcome in our homes you're welcome in our schools you're welcome in our halls of government and our capitals in our our courtrooms you're welcome in every place of our culture our society lord you are welcome you are welcome in jesus name and i want to be clear today god is not cursing america god is still blessing america we are not going down, we are going up. And God is not looking at sins and wickedness, not at all. No, his love covers a multitude of sin. And God has heard the prayers of the intercessors, heard the prayers of the righteous. He's heard the prayers of the people of God, and the prayers have prevailed. And even though the enemy time and time again wants to convince people that we are under God's judgment, that is not true. Jesus bore all of God's judgment. And Almighty God is not allowing a curse to come upon America the beautiful. No, we're calling out to our God and our God is responding. And even though some in the church have tried to say otherwise and try to curse this nation, the words of their cursing have no power. The words of the blessing of God are overwhelming every curse in destroying the power of darkness. Listen to the scripture in Numbers chapter 23. Verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I've received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. I want to encourage you tonight that whatever the enemy is trying to do to, to discourage you is being stopped right now. The curse is being removed, and the blessing is coming forth. And you need to take a moment with your own mouth and say, I believe you, God. I believe that I am not cursed, that I am blessed. The Bible says, has he not spoken, and will it not happen? Will it not come to pass now? Hasn't God spoken many blessings over you? You need to stop allowing the enemy to delay you just stop and receive it now receive the blessing of god in fact take out those prophecies uh, that think that the expiration you think the expiration date has come and gone and you missed it or whatever Reprophesy those words there's power in the word of god there's power in those prophecies wage a good warfare this is wartime you got to fight the good fight of faith and wage a warfare with those prophecies that have gone over you reprophesy them decree a thing and watch god bring it to pass job 22:28 uh, uh it says decree a thing and it shall come to pass and light shall shine upon your way you're about to step into purpose. You're about to step into destiny. God's opening doors for you now. Amen? Get ready for for the purpose of God and the inheritance of God to come into your life. Everything has been realigning. Everyone, All these horses are now in the starting gate, and we are about to trample the enemy underfoot. Amen? Everything has been aligning for his will to come to pass in your life. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't look the other direction. You're not cursed. You're the blessed. This is not the end. This is the beginning. Amen. God is turning everything around in this moment for his people to see his faithfulness once again. Amen. His power will be known and his name will be feared with a reverence and an honor like it never has been before. Listen, God is going to cause greater blessing to come upon you. And that's what all this realignment has all been about. Amen. I want to thank all of you who continue to stand with us here at Speak Life. It's so awesome uh, to receive your prayer requests and to pray with you. You know, go to our website, uh, lifepointchurch.cc. There's a place where you can share your prayer requests with me, and I take those personally. Pastor Tracy and I, we pray over over your prayer requests. Our family, we pray. Uh, And we believe God for you. We believe for increase in your life. We believe for your breakthrough. I'm telling you, we have miracle stories, healings happening this week, last week, uh, uh, constantly. People's lives turning around. There's power in agreement and in prayer. Amen. And I've got a right heart towards God. And and when we stand together in agreement, God answers prayer. Amen. Thank you for every one of you who have sown into this ministry and, and helped us to uh, continue to propagate the prophetic. I want you to know that we're, we've got big plans coming. Things, Greater things are coming. Amen. God's got uh, uh, doors that are opening right now, and it's going to be great. So stay tuned, because there's more that we're going to be involved with together. Amen. Hallelujah. I just believe... That this is a day for you to prophesy, a day for you to be trained, a day for you to have accuracy in the prophetic in your life, accuracy in the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. I just uh, I want to encourage you to come out uh, this Sunday at four p.m. Don't miss don't miss these services. Our worship is off the chain. It is unbelievable. The presence of God. And so many lives are changed under that anointing for worship. Like I said, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. We enter his courts with praise. And God's presence, his manifest presence is so strong. And miracles and signs and wonders happen just in worship. And so there's many things I want to teach you and equip you with. That's my call. Uh, That's my anointing. And that's what Ephesians 4 says that we're called to do is equip you. Uh, so that you can know the voice of God, that you can know the will of God clearly. Amen? I believe God is raising up an army of prophetic champions, and you are one of them. <clears throat> we'll have more information on training opportunities in those things as as they uh, come to pass, as they uh, present themselves. And But I want to invite you to come out Sundays at 4 right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, Sunday at 4 p.m. Don't miss it. This is going to be a powerful service. We've got a series of services that have just been so strong. Healings, miracles, anointings, uh, uh, words of the Lord, personal prophecy. I'm praying for people. I'm laying hands on people. Uh, Great things are happening. Amen. Amen. And so I just want to thank you for, for showing up. The great comeback is part of coming back to church. Amen. So if you desire to sow a seed and to help us to continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations in this, in this manner and equip the people of God, there's several things you can do. And uh, I want to encourage you to, to partake, be a participant, not just a spectator. Be a participator. Amen. There's several ways you can give. You can text any amount. Uh, to the number 84321. That's 84321. And so you put whatever dollar amount you want to give and text that to the number 84321, and uh, it's the easiest way to give. Uh, Some people really love that. You can also click on the link on our website at lifepointchurch.cc or martylayton.com or speaklifetv.com. Or if you prefer, you can mail in your tax-deductible offering to P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Let me just say, uh, every one of you that does send in your your offering that way, I do take your envelopes. I pray over them as well. And uh, so thank you for for sending them. Some of you write little notes in there with them, and we read them, and we pray uh, over your prayer requests there. Uh, some of you just decorate your envelopes really pretty, and we're we're grateful for every bit of that too. So, again, that's PO Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077. If you're watching this on social media, there's a link in the comments section. You can click on on that and give that way. But again, I want to thank you for standing with us, and I promise to always pour out fresh oil from heaven, new wine from the Holy Spirit. And I want to thank you. Uh, for standing with us, I also want to thank one of today's sponsors uh, of Speak Life, is Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Mike is a warrior for God. He is a prophetic warrior for God. He loves the voice of the Lord, and he is fighting on the front lines of this cultural battle <clears throat> for the freedoms that we hold dear right here in America, the beautiful. So please go to MyPillow.com, check out the products that he's made available and buy them. Don't just look at them, buy them. We use these products and I'm telling you they are the best. I order them all the time and uh, they are the best. If you have trouble sleeping, you need a MyPillow pillow. Uh, If you use my name, Marty, as your promo code, you'll receive the deepest discount available on your purchase. Uh, It's one way that you can really support Speak Life and support the work of Mike Lindell, and still get some great products in, in return. And I want to encourage you to do that. There's uh, some closeout sales right now that are just, I can't believe the prices of these things. He's cut them down to almost nothing, uh, but it's really an opportunity for you to to be a blessing and to receive a blessing. And so remember to use my name, Marty, as your promo code, and you'll receive that discount. Or if you prefer to call, you can call the number, it's on the screen right now, 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. And now they've made this this dedicated line available just for our audience. And But remember to use the promo code MARTY. And again, it's a great way to get some great products and support the work of Mike Lindell and Speak Life. Also, Uh, I I haven't tried it yet, but I hear he's got a new coffee called My Coffee, and you can use that promo code Marty uh, to get a discount on that as well. And so again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week for more great prophetic ministry and uh, prophetic insight and, and revelation into what's happening in our world today. If you have enjoyed this uh, broadcast and this podcast, and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five star review. Um, put down great comments. Share it on 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 all your social media. Follow me on social media. Like like me. Uh, subscribe. Hit the ring the bell. Do all the things uh, that you can do. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, on Getter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, uh, Truth. Uh, did I say Getter? I'm on Getter. I'm on all the uh, platforms. All you have to do is look for at Marty Layton. It's at Marty Layton. And uh, please subscribe, and, uh, and and we'll keep you updated. We also do things during the week, uh, and you'll get those uh, updates as well. You can also watch the show live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time here in the USA, uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us to reach more people uh, with this powerful prophetic ministry. Please take a second and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast if you've not done that yet. All of these shows are available on podcast, and you can find the podcast anywhere you go to, anywhere you listen to podcasts like iTunes or Spotify or Charisma Podcast Network or iHeartRadio all of them. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Uh, Please subscribe. And I want to thank you again uh, for being a part of Speak Life. Remember to keep your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes open because God is always talking. Proverbs 18.21 declares, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so remember to always, always speak life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.